Welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast, where we explore all things books, business, and bullshit. My favorite bees. I'm your host, the Fairy Coin Mother, Cinquanta Cocksmith of www.cinquantacocksmith.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast, season four, episode eight. Last week was amazing just to celebrate my 100th episode. I'm so thankful for all of the new subscribers who have come because of that celebration. I did the absolute most with my TikToks and I did the absolute most with my mini photo shoot in my office. (laughs) I hope you guys were able to dive into that and see it and just enjoy and know that it is okay to celebrate yourself and celebrate the way you want to celebrate. So I know imposter syndrome is huge, but just celebrate yourself, whether it's a small win or a huge win. In this case, 100 episodes were huge for me. I was super excited to just go all out for that. I also celebrated four years of Coins and Connections being an actual business. That means on February 6th, I said, I'm starting this business. It's four years that Coins and Connections has been into business and we have transitioned into, of course, the podcast, a lot of my learning materials and my consulting business. I had the idea five years ago and that's kind of when the name came. I did not know exactly what I wanted to do, but I had the name and now it is an actual business. So I'm super excited to celebrate that as well. So lots of celebrations for me this month and I'm excited about that. Wouldn't have it any other way. In today's episode, we are going to talk about how to expand your journal business. My journal business series on YouTube is huge and I get a lot of views there, a lot of questions. I wanted to just go in a little bit deeper and get back into the teaching that I started doing on this podcast. I think that's kind of some of the things that you guys have loved. I kind of went a few different ways and started talking about life stuff, but I really want to get into the teaching and the information of things that you guys can use and things that's tangible where you can take notes and use it in your business. Today, we are going to talk about how to expand your business, but you guys know what time it is. It's time for our rapid fire questions of the day. We have two rapid fire questions today. The first question is, what is your favorite flower? For some reason, I definitely love sunflowers. I don't know if it's the way that the petals are shaped or how unique the flower is and how big they can get and how tall they can be, but I absolutely love sunflowers. That is my favorite flower. And the second rapid fire question is, what is the last item you purchased? The last item I purchased was yesterday and I bought two pineapple Fantas and a Coke for my daughter. (laughs) Well, the pineapple Fantas, of course, were for me, but I bought the Coke for her. That was the last thing that I purchased. You know how this goes. Make sure you guys answer the questions on Instagram and Facebook to engage with me with the rapid fire question. I know you all know I enjoy talking about journals. Today, we're going to talk about how to expand your journal business. I am not going to leave my service-based business out on this. I really want to start with you guys first because a lot of people are like, well, I don't have products. I am just a service-based business. I serve my clients. How does a product or a journal fit into my business? Like, How can 
this work. For a service-based business, I want you to think of like creating a blank journal to give to your customers. Maybe you have a group coaching. My friend Jasmine, she does this really well. She normally gifts like a box or something to her uh, mom to mogul participants when they finish the course. In that, they normally get a blank line journal that just says mom to mogul on it. So it's something that she uses to give to her customers. That is a great idea. Also, if you have some type of training or planning, you can create a workbook or a planner um, for your brand. Say you teach something super specific. Say you teach trucking. Say that your audience needs what you are selling. You teach people how to do the trucking business. This is a service-based business. It's a course. You teach them how to navigate, how to sign up for certain license, certain people that they need to contact. If you took all of that information and you put it into a workbook that would best serve your clients to work through it and also have something tangible that they can use, this could be something that you can use for a service-based business. If you have people who plan out like books or they need to plan out their own courses because you teach people how to create courses, you can do a planner for your brands. It would help them go from idea to launch in 90 days. This will be like a planner for their brand or, you know, kind of anything that they do in their, in their business. So of course this fits absolutely well in a product-based business. I do have a product-based business where I do talk about journals a lot and I create them for myself. So I've done manifestation journals. I've done blank journals. I've also done a few planners to go with my business. For anyone who also may be an author, you have some of these skills that other people may not have. As an author, you, you've already learned how to put something together, right? You've already known how to put a publication together, whether it's a journal or whether it's a book. You have that skill to get gather your information, put it together and make it look nice, right? You have those skills and then you know how to upload it if you are self-published. With that being said, you can then go on to expand your journal business. And I'm not going to leave you service-based people out as well, because what happens is, especially if you start something, say, oh, I want to do this trucking business journal, or my friend decides she wants to do a mom to mogul journal. This can be journaling bundles. You can have a journal for, you know, our kids imitate what they see. If she wanted to do a journal for moms and then do a journal for kids, because when the kids want to do what their parents are doing now they won't be writing and tearing up your sheets in your journal but you can buy one for them to write in as well this can be a father and son journaling project that you can do and bundle it you can also do family journaling and from there you can turn it into coloring books you can take these coloring books and create them into different languages also know that you don't have to have a product-based business or a service-based business to start a journal business. You just have to actually have an idea. You have to have some motivation. You have to have an idea that you're gonna do it and you're gonna take some action. Activity books are really good to expand your journal business as well. You can do this for all ages. You can look at your kids and see what they're struggling with now in this virtual schooling and create something that caters towards them to continue the learning at home, whether that's like multiplication for all ages, subtraction, addition, or even grammar. We also know that they don't really teach cursive in school anymore. What if you were to create a cursive workbook? 
for kids in middle school, elementary, and heck, even high school. Teach the kids how to write checks. They don't really have home ex or life skill classes. What if you did a workbook for kids who learn how to find certain things on the internet, give them prompts to do research, to do, you write your papers in all the different MLA formats and things like that. Show them how to head a, a letter, how to do a heading on a letter, how to send a letter in the mail where they need to write it on the actual um, envelope. And then also you can talk about checkbooks and balancing checkbooks. This is a whole life skill workbook that you can create for kids because these are things that they are missing. Sometimes as parents, we don't think about these things. Also, we can just build off of that, really. I just gave you guys so many ideas <laughs> that I wanna use some of them for myself, right? All of these are amazing. Doing the things in the different languages. We're doing coloring books. We're doing handwriting books for toddlers. We're talking about money. You know, those money workbooks that your parents used to buy you during the summer. There's so many ideas for you just to expand your journal business, daily check sheets. And this works well, too, if you have a story to tell or you have a 90-day workbook or something that the kids can work through and give them scenarios and then they have space to actually work through it I think that would be amazing as well you can do a learn how to start your own business type of um, workbook that's where kids would possibly learn how to set up their LLCs learn information about EINs and tax credit and debt all of these things that you can teach through workbooks and expanding your journal business. Don't just think super small when you think blank lines. Think of the bigger picture and how this product that you create this year can live on for years and help numerous people, kids, family, parents, everyone. I hope I gave you guys some really good ideas to just think and go to the drawing board and think of what you can create now in 2021 that will still serve so many families five years from now. I want you guys to let me know if you have any questions about the journal business. I do have a really good journal business series on my YouTube channel that kind of takes you from the very beginning. Make sure you guys go watch that. You can learn a few things on top of going ahead and listening to this episode. I hope I was able to give you guys a lot of information. I hope you was able to take some notes. And don't forget that I am still taking calls right now. Feel free to go ahead and book a call with me at candily.com backslash author Sinquanta. Until next time. This segment is called Q Money Bags Thought of the Week. We have the Q Money Bags Thought of the Week and Mercury Retrograde has my feelings and emotions tore the fuck up, okay? If you don't know what Mercury Retrograde is, um, so three times a year, the planet Mercury appears to travel backwards across the sky. And it says, we refer to these periods as times when Mercury is in an apparent retrograde motion or simply Mercury Retrograde. To those who practice astrology, these times in particular were traditionally associated with confusion, delay, and frustration. Think undelivered love letters, email blunders, and frazzled travel plans. This is an excellent time to reflect on the past, 
However, it is said that the intuition is high during these periods. Coincidence can be extraordinary. But for me, it is a time where I am always pretty much so frazzled and I'm super emotional during those times every time. So I actually described Mercury retrograde to my cousin as when spaghetti noodles get dry and they're all tingled up. That's kind of how the world is feeling and it mess with our emotions and our productivity. So if that makes sense, I think you guys can understand, you know, that dry noodles and then it's tangled and it's like jumbled up and that's just kind of how my brain and my my body feels right now it's just a big ball of mess (laughs) so I want to know if you guys are feeling the effects of mercury retrograde it will be here until February 21st so brace yourself and do what you need to do to stay grounded Thank you so much for listening and subscribing to the Coins and Connections podcast. Don't forget to leave a review and join the conversation over on Facebook and Instagram using the hashtag Coins and Connections. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Smith and at Coins and Connections. You can shop all merch at www.coinsandconnections.com. I love you more than I love this podcast. Peace.